This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Submit your questions via the contact page. Folks, remember, the only bad question is the one you do not ask. You heard it in school. You're going to hear it here, too. If you don't ask, how do you know? And joining us this morning here, he's he's slid in on two wheels. It's snowing like crazy. <laughs> Tony, the man shore. Tony, what's shaking? Yeah, I don't know what the weather's like there right now, Travis. But uh, uh, eighty degrees, and but but now it is snowing in Georgia as well, Tony. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's Minnesota this morning. It's called pollen. Yes. Well, now you think I'm kidding. Uh, for those of us that are listening that are actually in Georgia right now, they're they're nodding their heads because uh, you know if you wash your car right now in Georgia and you walk outside 15 minutes later, it literally looks like a blanket of yellow snow, which is that's really? that's kind of a yellow snow. That's we don't really want to talk about that, but um, it's a blanket <laughs> of don't eat the yellow snow. It's a blanket of yellow snow effectively over your entire vehicle. So yeah, it is crazy, and it has got allergies, a blowing, and a and a and a snorting and sneezing. And um, actually, my daughter, it was so bad on Monday. uh, We had to keep her home. She she just could not quit coughing. It was so bad. Um, It's this just it's terrible right now. It's like everything decided it was going to bloom at one time. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, I'm up here in Minnesota, and of course, this morning. During rush hour, it decided to snow three inches on top of frozen rain, so the roads are just sheet ice, and people are sliding all over into ditches. And yeah, it's it's all part of the fun of living in Minnesota. I don't know why I don't know why I'm here. I really don't. I I had a I told you I had a conference last week in Dallas and uh, got some got some great information. Got to listen to some great speakers. But whenever I was eating lunch one day, I, I was talking with some folks that were actually from the Minnesota area. They lived in the suburbs outside, and sure. I shared with them that I went to Minnesota in December, and they all looked at me and said, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, I get it. Yep, exactly. So. Uh, I know you've got a great topic for us today, uh, a big one. I couldn't believe what you told me before the show. We were talking about it a bit. And uh, you wanted to talk about some long-term care issues today, right? Well, Tony, I want to talk about failing to plan for them, you know, because um, a lot of, I think a lot of us just feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to kind of take the risk and uh you know if it works out great if it doesn't i need care then you know we'll just figure it out well uh 
I can assure you folks, if you let a problem grow long enough, uh, the old expression for politics, never let a good crisis go to waste. I can yeah. assure you they're going, they're coming, uh, like Deion Sanders. We coming, we coming. Well, guess what? Washington state is the first to decide we coming. The Washington State Long-Term Care Trust Act actually goes into effect July of 23. And Tony, you will pay a 58 cent uh, tax for every $100 of W-2 1099 income from July, 23, uh, July of 23 and beyond. Um, you wow. may, you had until the what was it November first of twenty twenty one to opt out of it. So if you had long term care insurance, or it's kind of like uh, you have to prove on your tax return that you have because of Obamacare, you have to prove you have credible coverage. You had to prove you had credible long term care coverage, and if you did that, you didn't have to pay the tax. Well, if you didn't, now you're going to pay the tax. Well, uh, Tony, here's here's the first thing: long term care is is actually borne the greatest amount of cost by who? By Medicaid, which is administered by the states, funded federally, but administered by the states. So that's why the state of Washington decided, or People's Republic of Washington, as I, as I put it earlier, uh, they decided, you know, <laughs> hey, we're not only gonna, gonna take action on this, but we're gonna tax you on it. And I think we we get so we get so caught up that sometimes we're like, you know, we don't really need this. It's expensive. Well, folks, it's coming. It is. This is not long term care is not something that's going away. We no, are, we getting are worse living and worse is a problem. Yep, we are living longer. We are we are modern, advances in modern medicine. Our bodies are they are making strides in, in that in that field every day. We are we're stretching out. We're getting we're getting longer. Um, not only our bodies but our minds. You know they're they're coming out with um, with drugs for Alzheimer's and dementia, and it's stretching our longevity to the point where it, it's in a lot of cases almost a certainty that. You know what? Seventy percent of us are going to need some type of care. So almost two thirds. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it. it we all think it's never going to happen to us, but it, but it right. uh, obviously it it most certainly can. And Tony, the but the issue I've got with this, and of course, other than the tax itself, uh, it only pays for a lifetime benefit. Now, this is from the state of Washington. Okay, I'm reading from their website. The lifetime benefit of $36,500 is what it actually pays for. A lifetime benefit of $36,000. Here's the problem. A private room for, for a nursing facility in Washington State right now is $125,000 per year. A home health aide providing 44 hours of service weekly would cost over $78,000 a year. Oh. It pays thirty-six five. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I can't believe Washington State has enacted a long-term care tax, but I guess they're like, we got to do something. Well, you uh, think about it's it, crazy. You think about it like this: it is, it is the tip of the spear. It is not, it is not the entire blade. It's only the tip. Why? Because now, if this thing stands, what is that doing? That is setting a precedent and saying, you know what? Not only is this because I mean they made Obamacare legal. 
you know, John Roberts said that it's a tax. It's not a pen. Uh, you know, it's not it's not uh, a penal penalty. It's a tax. So they can implement taxes. <clears throat> well, this is learning from Obamacare model. And if let's say, for instance, they decide, you know what, that fifth that fifty eight cents per hundred is not, or you know, uh, it's not going to be enough to pay for the the long term care. Well, guess what. Well, instead of 58 cents for every hundred, we're going to do a dollar fifty or three dollars or whatever. Well, folks, if they can do it for 58 cents, you got to believe they can increase it at ad nauseum, right? And if those costs keep going up, what's likely to happen? They're going to go up. But Tony, the other thing that I'm scared of, and, and I'll be quite honest, this this gives me some pause. If Washington State does this and it holds... What does that mean for the remaining 49 states? Right. Or 53 for Biden. Um, I'm sorry. That was that was bad. Um, <laughs> so, so what does that mean for the remaining 49 states? It sets a precedent. It basically shows them a path to raising funds to shore up their Medicaid and their long-term care cost. Folks, wow. they're, they're coming. They're coming. It's it is going to happen. It might not be in the next five years that it's nationwide. It might not be in the next 10 years, but in the next 20 or 30 years, as these costs continue to compound and this problem metastasizes, it's going to it's going to continue to increase. So my question is, what do you know about how to pay for long-term care? And that's that's one of the biggest questions that we that's get huge. in in long-term in the long-term care section in our course that we teach. That's one of the biggest question Q and A sessions that we have. So well, that's Travis, what we're going to talk two, about this morning. Yeah, the two biggest things expenses you're going to have in retirement are health care and taxes. And this really, you know, this this deals with both of those because long-term care has gotten so costly and so many people need it and so many people can't afford it because it is so costly. Well, now, Tony, that's... How, how do you cover the cost? Well, that's, that's really, I think, where the misconception comes from, right? Because here's the deal. I am... I am not arguing the fact that long-term care is is expensive. I will not make that case that it is not. But what I am going to say is it's probably too expensive because I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to throw our industry under the bus for a moment. A lot of people that call themselves uh, financial planners or financial advisors are merely insurance agents. Let's just call it out, throw it out on the table. It is what it is. They call themselves financial planners, financial advisors, but yet still they're insurance agents. Well, how is a lot of long-term care sold? Through insurance agents, right? Most people don't go straight to the company and a lot of companies don't allow you to. And what winds up happening is, is let's say that you, your state, uh, you need 8,000 a month or 7,000 a month, whatever the case may be. Well, a lot of times you will get a great sales pitch from a salesman, not a financial advisor or planner, but someone who calls themselves that. And I do think they need to the government needs to remedy that or put a crackdown on who can actually qualify to call themselves one. Right. But if you get an insurance agent in the room, the more he sells you, the more he gets what? 
paid. So therein lies the problem. If you have 7,000 per month is what you're trying to to plan for. Well, a lot of times that person is going to try to sell you 7,000 per month. (laughs) Right. Well, but do you really need that much? And the answer is, is probably no, because think about it. Tony, if you have Social Security, and I'm just going to assume it's a single person, right? If you have uh, no other way to pay for long-term care except your assets, and you have Social Security and say, uh, I don't know, half a million dollars in in your 401k or IRA, okay, you're you're living comfortably, you know, living off of say three, four thousand a month. Maybe that's you know that's that's comfortable. You're you're chugging along. Well, let's say your your Social Security is. 3000 or 2500 a month. Let's let's do 2500. Well, if if 7000 is the number for the average care for the state per month, if you have 2500 in social security, you can knock that off. You can take 7000, subtract 2500, well now you're down to 4500 per month. And then if you think about you're now you're now going to have to take required minimum distributions because you're most likely going to be over age 72, 73, 75, whichever one you fall into now. Um, You're going to take required minimum distributions. Well, let's say your required minimum distribution on a half a mil is 20 grand. Well, now you knock off another. What would that be? Say just just call it seventeen hundred per month. Well, now you're down into the what? Uh. 2500 3000 a month range and that's what you need to be planning for. Long-term care is just merely meant to be an income replacement. A lot of people look at it as the entire cake, it just needs to be the candles. It's just the it's just the cherry on top if you will or or the candles on top of the cake. It's not meant to be the whole cake. But a lot of times people try to plan for it as it as it is. And what happens is, is it gets so expensive, Tony, because these things are going to go up over time. But if they get so expensive that you can't support the premiums and you end up dropping the coverage, what have you really done? Nothing. Throw money away. Throw money away. And that's why yeah. people don't like them. And I get it. But that's that's the yeah. point is you are you are not looking at your total plan as a whole and making an educated decision. Most likely, if you feel it's too expensive, it's because you have been sold something, not because you have actually investigated and made the best decision for you and for your family. Well, and full and full long-term care insurance has kind of gone the way of the buffalo. I mean, there's fewer options for long-term term care as far as just outright but there are a lot of hybrids now that can well help there are at but, least. but but think about think about why the bad taste got in people's mouth Let, let's don't let's don't uh, gloss over the fact the long-term care industry has had some problems right you had genworth yeah. genworth decided in 20 what 15 2016 that they were going to break off uh and buy 26 percent of the total worldwide market for long-term care and they now are grossly paying for that because they they literally their actuaries I, they're kind of like weathermen they're wrong pretty much all the time but they somehow still have a job their yeah. actuaries their actuaries literally so underpriced um you know back in the in the 80s and the 70s when when these things first started to hit the market they were planning it on a persistency rating of about 67% so what that would mean is, let's say you had 100 people, 
by the time uh, they got to claim age, you would typically have a third of them that were going to fall off, which means all the premiums that that third paid in, they would not be responsible to pay back out to them. They could use that money to help fund the other 67. That's how insurance works, right? It's car. Think about car insurance. Well, unfortunately, what these companies figured out real quick, starting in the mid say 20, 2010, 2005, 2010, 2015, what they figured out was the persistency rating with Tony was actually in the mid nineties. So people not only were, they were holding on to these things and they grossly underestimated the cost. So a lot of states and, and of course, if a long-term care insurance company has an increase in premium, it has to go through the state regulator. The state regulator actually allows that premium increase, right? It's not that they can just do it blanket, you know, just increase your premium. They increase the state. They give a premium increase. So it's not just you, but it's every other person that has that particular policy in the state probably got an increase just like you did. So unfortunately, they are now figuring out that, hey, we need to incentivize people, honestly, and this is the way I feel, uh, because I don't I don't have any don't have any back memos that say this from Genworth, but I feel this way that they are trying to incentivize people to drop their policies. Why? Because they've got to get that persistency rating down. One of the ways, keep raising premiums long enough, people are eventually going to start dropping like flies. Or yep. they are getting, a lot of people are getting these freeze notices where they say, hey, we know you don't want to pay more premium. We don't want to charge you more premium. If you stop your coverage and you limit it to this and you know take it from unlimited to seven years or seven years to five years, or you change the structure of your policy, we will actually freeze your premium and we won't have any more rate increases. And a lot of people are starting to do that, but that's going to start creating coverage gaps again. So it's a vicious cycle, but that's honestly the reason why a lot of people don't take long-term care is one, they don't understand it, but two, they've been burned by it or feel that they've been burned by it. And I, I have to agree with them. They probably, in some degree, they were. But So is there a solution, Travis? There is a solution. Problem? There is a solution. The solution is you need to... Uh, Tony, what, what am I going to say? You need to have a plan plan because <laughs> because here's the solution. You need to know whether your your finances will support you and your spouse if you self fund, because if you don't have private insurance by default, you are a self funder. And if you and your portfolio, if you can support those costs, then you may not need long term care of any kind. You may not need anything because here's the thing. It's not it's not meant to be the end all be all as we just talked about. It's meant to fill an income gap. Well, if there's no income gap, then you don't need long term care, Tony. But at the same time, most people don't know. And they just don't do anything. And that's why we talk about run the run the numbers, get in the flight simulator, try to crash the plane. So that way, when you actually get in the live cockpit, you've already run through the scenarios and you don't have to worry about going through the turbulence. You've already flown through it. But if you don't want to sell fund, which a lot of people don't because it is cheaper to insure than it is to not insure. You only have one other option, and that's right now it's asset-based long-term care, which is what you were describing in the form of a hybrid, right? Because after the Pension Protection Act in 06, 
that gave a lot of people the freedom to go out and shop these hybrid policies and it gave them some tax benefit to do so. So if you have uh, life insurance, uh, annuities, those types of things, you can actually trade those for, if you don't have long-term care coverage or chronic care riders or whatever with yours, you can trade that in for another policy, kind of like trading a car, you can do an sure. exchange and actually trade those for policies that do have those types of coverages. Or but, just add a long-term care rider to an existing you, like fixed no, index no, annuity. That's see, well, that's the thing is um, you a lot of times. Uh, matter of fact, I don't know of one. A lot of times, you if you don't buy it with it, you can't add it later. So what you have to do oh, is, okay. yeah, so that's that's why a lot of times you have to actually make sure yours, you have exhausted the fact that yours does not pay. And then if you really want it, then you can actually trade in, do a 1035 exchange, and you can actually trade that in and get something that does have the benefit that you want. And let's face it, for a lot of people, that is going to be a solution because you know, if they've got these these annuities out there that are earning, say, two, three, four percent, whatever. Well, you, if you had the same structure, but it did provide a long term care benefit, that would probably be in your best interest. Now, I don't know everybody's situations, not a blanket recommendation, but it is a fact that there are solutions out there and policies that would actually do this for you. So, folks. Think about think about this. If you don't investigate and you don't find out what the answers are, how do you know? How do you know if what you're doing is the right thing to do? How do you know if your policy is able to do that? If you'd like for us to, to help you figure that out, give us a call. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. And let us sit down and help you figure out is self-funding the option that I need to go with, traditional long-term care, or is there an asset-based solution for me and my family that can actually put us in a much better position going forward? Sure. And if somebody's creating a plan or meeting with you, a, a trusted independent financial advisor, and they're looking at possibly getting into maybe part of their plan as a cash value life insurance policy or a fixed index annuity, if they're, they don't yet have that and they're getting that, they can add a long-term care writer to that when they get it. Well, right? those are not blanket across the board, Tony. And I, I don't want to get into specific for for obviously investments, individual investments, because obviously we, we have to sure. stay on the right side of the regulators. We're not giving investment advice, but there are there are companies that offer these. There are a lot of companies that don't. My question oh, okay. is, do, sure. you, do you know which companies are the right ones to go to and which companies are not the right ones to go to? Right. It just depends on your situation. That's why if you if you're in that position and you need help, well, the only way that you're going to get the answer and get the solution is you got to ask someone who knows. That's why you need to give us a call. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Go to the contact session and request a 20-minute Ask Us Anything session. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a great topic and it's really important, Travis, because long-term care, more and more people are needing it. Well, it keeps, this, it keeps getting more and more expensive. The state of Washington just opened the door, folks. If you don't think that this is coming around the corner where it could be required, 
then I don't know what uh, what other proof I can give you that would change your mind. This is coming. It's already been implemented in one state, and once it once it is allowed to stand in one, you got to believe that the next forty nine are just they're just dominoes waiting to fall. And you need to give us a call eight seven seven two six nine zero eight three nine. All right. Well, thanks, Travis. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.